This is the Perfectly Mentored Podcast with your host, Jason Portnoy. I feel like the way the last year has gone, right? We're approaching like the year since pretty much the world shut down for a bit. Um, I feel most of us have been probably living in different areas of life in, diff- in all three of those camps. Yes. But, but the one that comes up to me the most is the mundane that our lives have become boring, that we're stuck in a routine because we can't break out of it and travel. And some of us are restricted. Some, so lives have become a routine. How can we break out of that? So as you know, routine is important. So the routine of exercise, the re- routine of, uh, as Deepak Chopra calls it, mental hygiene of taking care of your mindset. So there's certain routines, like on a certain day of the week, I have to go throw the trash out in my house. There's certain routines that we have. So routine in itself is okay. But what's happened is that some people get into this routine that is mundane in all areas of their life when they are supposed to be having magical moments. What do you mean magical moments? You could have magical moments at the, at the dinner table, but instead you've made it like the mundane of let's just get through dinner And then who's going to do the dishes, you know? And so I feel like when you get so deep into the mundane that you're not looking for the magic. And then what happens is that mundane can lead to messy. And the messy is the disheveled. And I see this in a lot of people's lives. They thought they were bored with the mundane. Wait till the messy gets into that. (laughs) So the messy is the, the problems that start hitting, the things that hit with with COVID-19 and all the challenges of homeschooling versus not homeschooling. So the mundane, the messy can turn into the mad, which is just chaos. And I know so many people that their life has become like mad. And when your life is messy and mad, guess what? There's no room for the magical. There really is not. And so when we're kids, going back to that again, you're constantly looking for the magical. That's why kids want to have playtime. Like they wake up, can I play? But first you got to eat. But then can I play? But then you got to go to school. But then can I play? <laughs> so we got to make room, uh, Jason, for the playtime again. So so let me, it's, it's a great point you're making. And as a parent of two little kids, uh, you know, under three years old, let me ask you, advice to a parent listening right now, so they don't harden their kids and they don't take away that, that magical mentality and they don't say, no, not now. What, what, what's your advice when it comes to that? So, you know, look, chapter four is on parenting. Uh, parenting in a miracle mentality. I think number one is that everything is not playtime. So I think that even if they don't understand, as they start to get a little older to at least comprehend it, you say that right now, this is a time for us to do chores. So it's part of the mundane, okay? They got to master the mundane. It's really good stuff because you are helping with the household. If, if, If none of us did any work and just played, then mommy couldn't cook and dad wouldn't work. So we need you. You get my point? Yeah. So you, you can make even them doing chores as a magical thing as part of the team. 
Okay. So we got to do these things. And then we all set apart time that, that we can play, but we really need you. Okay. To master this situation so we can all have fun. And I, and I find that that works because I work with families in these situations. No, that's, that's a great solution and great example. Uh, you know, as, as you're talking, I'm thinking about the mundane a little bit. And do you think like one of the biggest reasons is there's so many people in the world today that are content with their simple mundane lives and continue to live in, I guess, uh, an ignorance of a real self of fulfillment? Yes. I think that one reason that we get so okay with the mundane, which I call the land of okay, is because it starts to feel good. It's like a, it's like a person who gains five pounds, then they gain 10 pounds, then they gain 50 pounds. I, I talk to people and they say, Tim, I'm not going to lie. Now I'm just okay in it. It's like, bring me the food. I know I'm chubby and it's just the way I'm going to be. But really that's not who you are because I think the real you wants to be at the highest level you can be. And I would say it this way, the real you will make a demand on the you that you become. So, so, so then ahead. what is it? Is it a set of, of people suffer from limited beliefs? Well, limited beliefs is, is part of it, but to go back to that uh, illustration we just used in, in that case, what's happened is that you're not putting the right people around you to challenge you. And it's not being challenged just verbally. It's being challenged by just how they live. See, in my kind of life, I'm around so many vibrant people. So if, if their wattage is even at 80% vibrancy, okay? Jason, I can feel when I'm 30%. <laughs> Make sense? Yep. And in, in the world that I live in, working in Beverly Hills, there's a lot of in-shape people. It's part of their job for a lot of them. So if I just let myself go, I would, I would feel it. So I think sometimes when you're in the mundane, put yourself in a position, even if it makes you feel uncomfortable, because it might trigger something in you for you to step it up. Not for you to be competitive or jealous, but to rise up to the person you're supposed to be, and that is to be a healthy person. So then how do you take a step back and reset? Like say you're feeling lazy or unmotivated or even entrepreneurs who suffer from imposter syndrome, they feel comfortable, they're messy, they're mad, they're mundane, whatever it is. How do you take a step back and reset? Hey, Jason here. I hate to interrupt this episode. I'm, you're probably enjoying it so much right now. And thank you for paying attention to it and tuning into this episode. Look, the truth is I really need a favor from you. We really want to keep getting this in the hands of more and more people. So if you could do me a favor and head on over and leave a five-star review, leave us a review, leave us some comments, share it with friends, spread the love. It would mean the world to me as well. Continue the conversation with me on Instagram at Jason Portnoy. Follow along there. Look forward to seeing you there. Thank you so much. Now let's get back to the episode. Okay. So we'll, let's take us through some steps. So number one, when you are in a position of what I call a setback, to set something means to fix it. Okay, to solidify it. When you're in a setback, what you need to do is number one, you need to, you need to wake up. And I find that a lot of people, they kind of sleepwalk through life. 
And the next thing you know, it's like five years later. And it's like a decade later, right? So number one, you have to, you have to wake up. And that, to wake up, you look up in the dictionary, it means to come out of a, a sleep. <laughs> so you need to wake up. Secondly, you need to take inventory. So taking inventory is to like say, okay, what's around me? How's my physical body? How's my mindset? How am I doing spiritually? How am I doing with my job, my finances, my family, my social life? It's good, right? So watch, got to take inventory and get real. So when I'm life coaching people, I'll say, on a scale of one to 10, how are you doing spiritually? They may say four. Mindset, three. Financially, nine. Okay, so that's taking inventory. So number one, become awake. Number two, take inventory. Number three, this is it right here again, partner with the right people. Partner with the right people. You got to get around people with a miracle mentality that they believe that there's more to life than this. Partner with the right people. So, you know, one of the things that when I listen to you talk, you know, you put yourself out there and, and I encourage a lot of people to put themselves out there. But we talk about authenticity, right? Be authentic. It's, it's almost a buzzword at this point because everyone says authenticity. But then we call what I, we put what, like, what I call our bedazzled authentic self out there. Like we show only show the good moments. They may be authentic, right? But they're the only good moments nonetheless. Um, so what does authenticity mean to you and how can people truly be authentic? I think to, to be authentic is to be true, to be true. So there's a lot of things that are authentic. And to me, it's, 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 it's true and it's, it's you at the truest form. But when, when you're authentic, doesn't mean you have to go divulge everything. I think you have to be very careful who you share what you're really going through. Because the Bible says only a fool tells his whole heart. So um, I think from what people say about me that I'm extremely authentic, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to tell everybody some of my pain, some of my shortcomings, but I'm going to show up uh, in my authentic self, but I'm also smart enough to know that some people can't handle everybody's truths. But authenticity to me is this, there's a nice quote, you know, you've been born an original, don't die a copy and, and be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. But at the same time, don't share everything with everybody. Hey everyone, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Thank you for your attention. And if you made it this far, you're clearly somebody who wants to take their business to the next level. You want to get better. And I understand that being an entrepreneur sometimes can feel like a little bit of a lonely journey, which is why being part of a thriving community of like-minded people is just so important. It was super helpful in my own development as well. And as is the ability to instantly get answers to the questions you may have in order to grow and scale your business. It's for that reason why I launched a consulting coaching program called the Market Domination Method. And guess what? If you're listening to this and you hear this, we're open for applications right now for new members to join. So to request an invitation or to book a free diagnostic call, call it a game plan call. I'll literally sit with you and demonstrate the value that we could bring to your business on that call. Let's jump on a call. Uh, we'll discuss ways you could possibly grow your business. Head on over to jportnoy.com, J-P-O-R-T-N-O-Y.com. You'll find all the different ways you could work together. It's going to be the best 
business decision you'll make. So hope to speak soon. Head on over to jportnoy.com, book that free game plan call, and I look forward to talking to you soon.